Welcome to the Maple Grove Scripture Reading Podcast, Episode 10, Joshua. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Scripture Reading Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Spencer. Today we're going to be talking about the book of Joshua. And you know what? We've hit double digits. This is episode 10, which means that we've been reading for 10 weeks. And we're pretty much a fifth of the way through the Bible. And I think that's pretty cool. Okay, so when we last left the Israelites, they were on the cusp of entering the Promised Land. Moses had died, but but before that, he anointed Joshua as the one who would lead the Israelites into the Promised Land. So the first half of the book of Joshua focuses on the entry into the, the Promised Land and the battles with the Canaanites that followed. The second half gives a description of how the land was divided up between the 12 tribes. And, and finally, Joshua gives his final words before he dies at the end of the book. So let's talk about what happened in the first half. After leaving the Torah and the list of laws and sacrifices, the first half of Joshua, to me at least, read so much easier. Um, it was faster paced, described the battles that were fought with the Canaanites. And I just wanted to point out a few things that were interesting to me as I read through this week. First, I wanted to look in chapter 2 when Joshua sent this couple spies over into, into Jericho and they met with a prostitute named Rahab. And Rahab told them in verse 10, she said, uh, We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt. And what you did to Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Now the reason I wanted to point this out, I, the reason I wanted to read this uh, particular scripture is because it, it gives you a good picture and, and something that we I'm not sure that we always think about. I know that I don't always think about this, but the people in the region would have known the Israelites. Um, they, they, they would have known what was going on with the Israelites because, honestly, you can't move close to a million people in secret. And that's what the Israelites were doing as they were traveling around. Now, I wonder if some of these people also thought things were a little weird because the Israelites seemed to get lost for 40 years. But it's just interesting to me that Rahab knows. Rahab knows what happened. She she talked about the Red Sea. She talked about the, the kings that were conquered to the east of the Jordan. And, and so I, I just think that that's fascinating to really consider that, that she knew what was going on. And that's why I wanted to point that out. And Rahab and probably other people as well, you know, that we see these people who, who aren't Israelites, but they acknowledge that God is Lord. I mean, that's that's what she did here. She acknowledged that that the Lord your God, that's what it says, the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. And so because of that, because she protected the spies, she survived when Jericho fell. So she and her family. And, and so I, that's, I just kind of wanted to point that out because I, I found that to be absolutely fascinating. 
Okay, so in chapter 6, let's talk about the Israelites and their attack of Jericho. I mean, it's not really an attack, though, right? Uh, I mean, eventually it is, but I, I want to read in chapter 6, chapter 6, verses 2 through 5. It says, Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing trumpets. And when you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have all the people give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse, and the people will go up, every man straight in. Okay, now, this is the attack plan that, that the Lord gives to Joshua in order to take Jericho. Try to put yourself in the place of the Israelites when they heard this plan. What would you have been thinking? I mean, I'm pretty sure that I would have thought, that's crazy. We're just going to walk around a walled city once a day for six days, not doing or saying anything, just walking around. And then on the seventh day, we're going to do that seven times while they're blowing some trumpets. And then we're just going to yell at the wall. I don't understand. This seems crazy. At least that's what I would be thinking. I'm pretty sure. The point of this, though, is Jericho made the Israelites show the ultimate faith that the Lord would be with them and, and he would deliver the city to them. Because they really did nothing in order to get in. They walked around the city, they blew some trumpets, and then they yelled at a wall. And But then the walls came down. The walls crumbled down. And, and that's so interesting. Because the Israelites had to show an absolute faith in God in order to take Jericho. Like, they had to put it all into his hands. It's nothing that they were going to do. Um, they they had to put the the conquering of Jericho into God's hands because they weren't going to tear down the walls. They weren't going to do all of that. And and God started with this. Like this is the first city that they take, and God says this one is going to be mine. You will not have to worry about it. You know, I just want you to walk around. You know, they're probably walking around going, this is crazy, this is crazy. And the people on in Jericho are probably looking at them going, what are they doing? I This is the strangest battle thing ever. Um, if you've ever seen the the, um, the VeggieTales version of this, it's well worth looking at um, because it, it's split peas are hilarious. Uh, anyway, you can find it on YouTube. Take a look at it. It's hilarious. But but that's that's kind of what I, I I picture is going on. You know, these people on on top of the wall are going, okay, this is nuts. What are they doing? And then probably the people, the Israelites are probably some of them are probably thinking, okay, this is crazy, but I've got trust in the Lord and and it if it doesn't work out, then we're just out seven days walking. But if it does work out, this is going to be amazing. And they put that trust in God. They they put that trust in God, and and He delivers. Okay, so before this battle, God gave Joshua a warning not to take 
any of the devoted things. Make sure that nobody took any of the devoted things, which are basically like idols to other gods from the city. And unfortunately, a guy named Aiken did take some. And the next battle against AI did not go well. In fact, the Israelites were routed in this battle. And then Joshua, he went to the Lord and and he kind of complained. Um, let me read to you from chapter 7, verse 7. It says, And Joshua said, Ah, sovereign Lord, why did you ever bring this people across the Jordan to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? If only we'd been content to stay on the other side of the Jordan. O oh Lord, what can I say now that Israel has been routed by its enemies? The Canaanites and the other people of the country will hear about this, and they will surround us and wipe our name from the earth. What then will you do for your own great name? Okay, that is a bit of a lack of faith, I would say. But if we take a look at a couple things here, there's a couple things that we can look at that, that kind of doomed this battle. First, you have Achan, and he took the devoted things when he was expressly, all of the Israelites were expressly told not to. Everything in Jericho was to be given to the Lord. And and second, the um, second, this is the only battle where we do not see Joshua inquiring of the Lord before the battle. Every other time, you will see God say that he has given the enemy over to the Israelites. You don't see that in this battle here with AI. So, so that's the main point here. You, you saw the obedience and the easy victory, quote-unquote easy victory in Jericho, and the, 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 the disobedience in AI. And, and once they dealt with Achan and inquired of the Lord, they did defeat AI. And then for the rest of the battles, you see Israel be obedient to God. All right, to finish today's discussion, I want to jump to chapters 23 and 24. Joshua is near the end of his life, and he is giving his final words to the Israelites. Out of this, there are continued warnings against serving or bowing down to the gods of the Canaanites. But then in chapter 24, Joshua recounts the faithfulness of God, retelling what God has done for the Israelites from the time of Abraham up to where they were after taking the promised land. If you haven't read that yet or or you, you kind of skimmed over it, I would... I would suggest just going back and reading that it, it's so such a cool little thing where you just get the history of God's faithfulness from a uh, from the time of Abraham to where they're at right right then after he tells them this in verse 14 he gives them kind of an ultimatum they had to make a choice let me read that for you chapter 24 verse 14 now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your forefathers worshipped beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your forefathers served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Who have you chosen to serve? The gods of this world 
Or are you like Joshua, where you can confidently say, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord? Next week, we're going to be getting into, we're actually going to read the entire book of Judges. We're going to see what choice the Israelites made. Don't forget to continue the conversation from today's episode on the episode 10 page at our website, maplegrove.church slash scripture. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Maple Grove Christian Church Scripture Reading Podcast. You can find out more information about our church at our website at www.maplegrove.church. You can also follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MGCCBtown. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks again for listening. 